1: You listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by Giraffe Kings, America's number one sports book app, code word PHNX. All right. Now joined by the great William Brad Alice. I am merely Mike Luke. Brad, I was thinking about this during the game yesterday, or excuse me, on Saturday, and I have come to the conclusion, tell me if I'm wrong, feel free to slap me because you've seen more than I have. I think this is the best receiving core in U of A history.
0: Uh, it's certainly from a talent standpoint. Yes. Whether you get the overall production out of this group by the end of the year, I don't know. Um, you know, you pointed to the 98 team. I'm not sure T-Mac's numbers are going to be significantly better than, uh, Brad Brennan, you don't but, think T-Mac's so? a, but, but T-Mac's a better player. Right. I, I just don't know. I cause this stretch is going to be grueling. Right. Um, and you know, and T-Mac has had a tendency to disappear, but in three years, well, T Mac's gonna be an NFL receiver. Brad Brennan was a really good Canadian receiver. Right. That, you know, um, you know, I can I think the part of the problem in that comparison, there were some really good receiving cores in say the Smith era, mm-hmm. where they just weren't throwing the ball. Right. Tomey right. era. Um, you know, I think you could argue what was that group? Uh Troy Dickey, McDaniel, uh Rodney Williams, great crop of receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Cowling's going to end up with more catches than all those guys combined because of right. the offense. Um, you know, so. But the there's a very realistic possibility that we wake up three years from now and the top three receivers in this group are NFL receivers, and that doesn't even account for the two younger guys who, again, cool. look the part. Um, again, there's a lot of things because you could say the De La dean crop uh, under. Uh,
1: um, De Sean Dean Terrell Turner ter- uh,
0: and Reese, right? Um, they all look like NFL receivers. I'm sure they of them played. Um, there was a, a you know another you know trio a few years later where I think the only one who played in the pros was Tyler Slavin and he had to go to like Southern Oregon, right. Um, right. To get touches. So you know guys can look like you know, but right now, if all three of those guys went pro this year and they you know they were allowed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cowling's a, a probably a third or fourth rounder. Mm-hmm. Um maybe higher. Uh someone's taken a a flyer on T Mac pretty early. Right. Um put the, who's the kid from North Dakota State who the Green Bay grabbed? Uh um, oh um Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah. T Mac's almost as fast and four inches taller.
1: Right. It may TMAC have more T sure Mac for sure is gonna play in the NFL. Yeah, just the, the
0: question is Singer.
1: Right, for Um, sure. But the thing with Singer is, I think at this point, though, with Singer, you know that he's going to, he's on pace to catch for about 12, 1300 yards this year. And let's just say, and Jacob Cowing, I assume, is probably going to go pro after this year. So then you got Singer and T Mac, and you would imagine that they're going to put up some monster numbers between them.
0: Yeah. And I think the thing with Cowing that you have to remember is he's a slot receiver. Mm -hmm. And that is suddenly a premium position in the NFL. Right. Um, they're not getting paid like the outside receivers, but everyone wants, you know, they want their Cooper cup. They want their, um, you know, guy like that. The right. guy who's going to, and he
1: fits in seamlessly there.
0: Yeah. And and he's a fast version of that, um, right. which cup is too. I mean, people, you know, obviously there's a, a racial component uh, to underestimating Cooper cups, right. Uh, athleticism, because we did see, you know, Edelman and, amandola and every other guy who played for tom brady who weren't as athletic but cups really but cups changed the game um you know a guy like juju smith schuster a right. guy like uh you know who we think of being kind of a big player no he's a slot receiver um and a lot of teams want speed in the slot now you, you know you look at how um you know the, the eagles are using some of their guys how uh the bills are using some of their guys so yeah cowling absolutely has a role it just depends Does he think his stock is high enough at the end of this year? And frankly, what could he do to make his stock any higher? And if he ends up being a 1,400-yard guy, which I think he's on pace for, um, there may be nothing else he can do to prove it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of at that I'm kind of at that same point too because when you get the one thing about him when you're next to him he's about five nine he's not six foot he's you know he's about five nine but that's never going to change it's kind of the Michael Wright thing that we talk about in basketball you just kind of are who you are but there's no reason that he can't have an impact there um, what I find interesting and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about NFL guys here. Uh, um, Hunter Eccles, I think has squarely put his name on the NFL radar at this point. And Jed fish said before the year that, or you remember he tweeted out during the NFL draft when no U of a players were selected. And he said, never again. Um, I think you're going to, you could easily have multiple players here. And I would imagine those are going to be the two that are going to be at the top of that list. Cause Hunter Eccles is probably going to have barring injuries, probably going to flirt with about 10, 10 sacks this season, which we haven't seen in a long time.
0: Yeah. and, and, it's funny cuz he doesn't look huge out right. there. Right. Dude is 6'5". Right. Um, you know, he's not the thickest guy, so you'd have to be in the right system and whether that's playing outside linebacker in a 3-4 where he walks up which is kind of how they use him or whether he can put on a little weight and be a traditional uh, you know, rush side defensive end. Um, do I think he's a first round or second round? Probably not, but he's definitely Getting picked again just from his athleticism. Um, you want to use some comparisons. There's a guy the uh, Bears picked up in like the fifth round, kid from Miami of Ohio, who started his career as a wide receiver. Right. Now he's a 260 pound defensive end, but because he's athletic. Right. Um, and that's uh, what, you know, and again, a lot of these Arizona guys over the next few years are going to be mid rounders. They're not right. going to, you know, when they get to T Mac. Uh, maybe Burnett. Uh, you know, again, I'm projecting a lot of uh, so, uh Savanea. Those guys have the physical makeup and potential production to be high first, second day guys. Yeah. More than likely we're looking at a bunch of third day guys. But again,
1: that's progress.
0: That and that's the whole thing with this year. We're talking, you know, that we I think you've used it, I've used it. Everyone, uh everyone who's not old school is using it. Rome's just not built in a day. Right. Um. So you go from no, what no one being drafted for several years, to you know what what you know I I, I don't know is they could have three guys this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's progress, and and it could be up be more because a couple of the specialists end up getting exactly you know, seventh round flyers. But uh, my guess is you'll see four or five guys off of this team uh, this year in camps at least next yep. year, and and having legit shots at making. If not a, a, a starting day roster, the, the the expanded practice squad, which I assume is going to continue post COVID. The team seemed to really like that ability, so you know I don't know if Jalen Harris is getting drafted. Jalen Harris is going to be in someone's camp,
1: right? For sure, um, he'll and, he'll get his opportunity.
0: Yeah, again, I don't think his production is going to be good enough that someone's going to draft him at this point. But uh, I'd be stunned with his size and athleticism if he's yeah not in someone's camp and probably being stashed on a, on a practice squad.
1: All right. Now I want to get to the offense here and the defense here, but I want to also tell you about Four Peaks Brewery, the official brew of PHNX Sports. Um, uh, uh, um, Four Peaks, great place to go for if you're in Phoenix to uh, go. They do Sun Devil watch parties. I would only go there to make fun of the Sun Devils. And drink Four Peaks. Yeah, but I love Four Peaks, but bigger reason, tap and bottle watch parties, the away watch parties, which Uncle Kev, Kevin Woodman, will be here October 15th, making his triumphant return to Tucson. They will have Four Peaks specials there. It's great stuff. Uh, Enjoy responsibly, 21 and up. Check the link in the description. Brad, one thing that really annoys me, and I I talked with the voice of the Wildcats yesterday, Brian Jeffries, about this, but... Arizona fans now, because this is a brutal schedule coming up right now, there's no doubt about that. But Arizona fans always – or not always, but a lot of Arizona fans will just say things like, well, we can't win the next six games. Arizona, when they've been decent throughout the years, generally picks off a game or two that you don't expect. And this team, while not great – This team isn't last year's team. It isn't the previous year's team. There is enough talent here to be able to upset a team that Arizona probably shouldn't upset, and that's mainly just because of the talent that this team has on offense because this, as an offense, is going to be able to keep you in some games.
0: Yeah, these are going to be measuring stick games, and and we've had several of those this year. Um, The fact of the matter is they came up short against Cal. I'm not sure if they play Cal 10 times. They don't win five of them. Right. Um, they again Cal. The final score, I don't think, was real indicative of the game till the end when Arizona started pressing and, and turning the ball over. But if Arizona played that game in Arizona Stadium, they probably win. Right. Um, they certainly did what they needed to do against Colorado. Colorado's a bad football team. Mm-hmm. And I've even seen some people there, they didn't score
1: That game was put, never in doubt.
0: They put 42 on them, called off the dogs a little bit. Um, But again, Arizona last year, is to a very similarly bad Colorado team, got blown out. Brad, Um, let
1: me ask you this real quick, because I think this is something we were arguing about in the press box. Last year's Arizona team against this year's Colorado team, I think this year's Colorado team would beat last year's Arizona team. What say you?
0: No, I think Arizona wins. You think so? Okay. And I've taken everything into consideration. Uh, Those guys were, were plucky last year. They believed. Um, I think these guys quit on Dorrell about a month ago. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, um, that's fair. Now, who do I think has more overall talent? Probably this year's Colorado team. <laughs> yeah, right. So remember, Arizona was in most of the games at the end of the year. Um, right. You know, again, not the Colorado game, not, you know, you know, they gave Utah all they could handle. This right. Colorado team, the only way they're not losing by 70 is because Utah doesn't want to score 70.
1: Jaden, um, Let me ask you this, Jaden yeah. Delora, I got into some trouble on Twitter on this and well, let me get one more read out of the way. We got game time, by the way, if you're going to the U of A game this week, why not use game time? Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets, concerts, shows, you name it. We had a guy in the post game show that talked about using game time. And save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. If you love PHNX, then you love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And again, Tap and Bottle, Away Game Watch Parties, October 15th, Four Peaks is going to be there. I would imagine that place is going to be packed. It's a 2.30 kickoff, so probably get there early. Uh, tap and Bottle downtown, can't wait to see you there. Um, Brad, I got in, and I don't feel bad about it because I I believe it, but uh, Jaden Delora to me now, and I feel comfortable saying this. And uh, you and I went back and forth a little bit. And by the way, Joseph Schillinger, you're the man. You use game time. Good work, buddy. Um, uh, I think, I think Jaden Delora is the best quarterback since, um, uh, Matt Scott here. Now, I get the argument for Anu, but the problem with Anu is that, you know, Anu had basically the one year and then it was kind of in and out. Um, and I also don't think that he necessarily has, I don't want to say Delora has wheels, but we, Delora always looks like he could run for 25 yards or something. Whereas Anu always looked like it was more of a seven or eight venture, not to minimize Anu, but where do you, Jaden Delora, who's the last quarterback you look at at the U of A and say, yeah, he's as good as Delora or better.
0: Again, we, uh, it's recency bias because mm-hmm. Delora has a four game, five game. No doubt. Resume. no doubt. If we see this for 20 some odd games, Hmm Dolores top three. Right. He probably pushes cliff out. Apologies to Tom Tunacliff, one of my favorite all-time Wildcats. I grew up, you know, 10-year-old Brad thinking. Was my was- quarterback
1: list right, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. My top three quarterbacks in modern U of A history I put out there were Foles, Keith Smith, cliff
0: The debates whether you want Willie in the lit, and again, that's an incomplete grade as well. Wh- Willie had the potential, I think, before the concussions to be really right. special. But I think if I think statistically, there's a chance Delora is going to be for again the number of games he plays, which is also the Foles thing. Foles didn't play the full four years like some guys. Uh, he's he he'll probably be right up there with Foles. Uh, Keith Smith, unfortunately. Um, Dick Tomey's loyalty to Ortiz cost him probably having records that would never be broken. I mean, people forget, even in that era with a conservative coach, that dude was completing 70% of his passes when 58 was leading most leagues. Right. Um, He could do it with his wheels. And again, Ortiz had his moments, but Smith was the better quarterback.
1: No doubt, no doubt, across Um, the board.
0: And again, I'm a Keith Smith fanboy, so that's part of, you know. Uh, ask me where Adrian Coca winds up at the all-time linebackers <laughs> list right. and you'll see my bias. But again, and Delora, some of his numbers are going to be padded on the modern game. But yeah, Delora is in the conversation with all those guys. He just has to do a lot Because again, there was a month-long period where Khalil Tate was the greatest player in Arizona history. And by two weeks later, we were like, eh, yeah.
1: Ron so- Ron's got a question for you, Brad. And I'm, I'm curious. Is JDL a pro prospect?
0: I don't know. Um,
1: I'm in the same boat. I don't know.
0: And again, some of it is I just don't know. I I don't judge quarterbacks well for the pro uh, game, and because it's a ball- you didn't believe that
1: Kyler Murray could even participate in the NFL. That's how wrong you were.
0: No, but I'm I'm getting proven more and more right on that one. I thought he'd be okay. Right. Um, but I, you know, I'm the guy who wanted the Chiefs to draft Deshaun Watson and not Patrick Mahomes, and now there's pretty much an altar to Patrick Mahomes in my house. And right. Um. Yeah if it wasn't for all the legal paperwork my son would probably be named patrick mahomes alice and that's my wife's decision not mine <laughs> um but you know i'm the guy who falls in ironically enough with every washington state and arkansas quarterback and none of them ever pan out except the guy i didn't think was going to pan out true bledsoe minchu huh. oh well i've i got like i thought jason Gesser was a, was a was a lock to be a great right right uh so you just don't know but again Five years ago malik willis isn't getting a getting a look desmond ritter is not getting a look and then the game's evolving so yeah i think i think jdl and again i don't know what he's going to measure at i don't know how good his his, uh, he may not throw a good enough deep ball um but i think he's good enough to get into someone's camp uh now he may wind up being good enough to be drafted i just don't i just don't know i haven't seen enough of him and frankly i don't go to practice like i used to so i haven't seen him in person up close so i just you know, you can, there is something and people always make fun of those pro days, but you can see the ball, how it comes off a guy's hand. Yeah, you can for see, sure. And that was one reason I was never a big, uh, Grant Gunnell guy. Right. I didn't come off his hand well. You know who else I didn't like because of that? Rate at the U of A. And Rate was
1: a fo- high four-star con- prospect. Yeah. And
0: guess what? You know who the ball came off his hand really well? Jason Johnson.
1: Were you a Kevin Doyle guy?
0: Uh, I never saw Doyle in person, so I will.
1: Nobody um, ever saw Doyle in person. I will
0: will reserve judgment on that one, um, but I tell you what—I—I—I I, I was a Foles guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I was a Foles guy too. I thought he went right where he should have. Um, I'm actually a little surprised, and I know he has the Super Bowl MVP. I'm—I'm I'm a little surprised that he hasn't been able to be a long-term starter. I thought he had all the capabilities—not to be an, a great, but to be a good long-term starter.
0: He—if he was more durable, he'd be Andy Dalton. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Enough. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, Brad. We Because, again, we only got about 10 minutes here because you got to hop. I want to talk some Arizona basketball now. Um, you were at the Red-Blue game. Um, I was. First of all, watching this team, and I talked about this a little bit with Mulebach, this team to me feels like a team that's going to be good, but they also don't, Again, I, I don't see some of the next-level players, the next-level explosion that last year's team had. I think this team is a top 15 to 25 team. Nothing wrong with that. I don't believe that they're a national title contender, although I would love to be wrong and Pella Larson turns into an All-American. Ajulis Tabelas is flirting with that status as well. Kirk Kreese is hitting 40% from his threes. Again, I would love to be wrong on that one.
0: Um, I just don't know if they have the guard play. Yeah. And again, it's just red-blue. But I—I I don't mean to be mean. I came away wholly unimpressed with Ramy.. Right. And I've mm-hmm. seen him on TV. He looked good. And he, he, right. again, it's red blue. Um, you know, Matt Mewbach—it uh, would be it would be the next Michael Jordan based on red blue. Uh, Kim. Bow Bo
1: Mewbach.
0: Bo Mulebach. Did I say Matt?
1: You did say I'm Matt. And come I'm on, Matt was actually good. Be nice there. Matt Brad. was good. Matt um.
0: Was good. So I'll tell you what. The thing that impressed me. Man, they've got some post players
1: let's talk about Ballo. And they for a might second. have
0: four nba the worst pro prospect of the four might be Tabellis.
1: right and let's talk let's talk ballo for a second here because yeah. when ballo came in i i personally thought and there's this is no people always take this as a me dissing i thought he would be a gene edgerson type you know come in there throw some elbows get some rebounds fall on the ground but this dude's different man i mean he's got some real offensive skills to his game and he's gonna play, Brad. He's gonna play 25, 28, 29 minutes per game this year.
0: I was worried he was the uh, he was Hmm. Uh, great body, great athleticism, not a great basketball player, right? Um, but he's not, he has some innate ability, you know, a lot like Coloco as well. Coloco, that was kind of the fear that okay, maybe he's just an athlete. Um, but no, he's leaned out. He again. He may not fit the modern NBA game, and that may hurt him because he's not the shot blocker that Coloco is. But yeah, he's he has potential. He's going to have nights. He's going to dominate in this league. Um, can, say,
1: can he have a? Let me ask you this: um, Can he have a Ben Davis type impact by the time that he's done?
0: And I love Ben Davis.
1: I think Ben Davis is one of the most underrated players in school history.
0: I don't think he can. I don't think he can be that top end of a player. Right. Ben Davis was what back twelve. Runner up player of the year.
1: He was 15 and eight by the time he was out of here.
0: But can he be not style of play, but numbers? AJ Bramlett. Yeah. Uh, What was he? 11 and eight, 12 and eight, eight. something like that. Um, Yeah. Can he be Channing Fry? That might be, I mean, might be a
1: little too much, but yeah. Might be a little
0: bit too much, but. Um, and again, not style of play, but then again, Channel, Chan, people forget Channing Frye did not play in college like he did in the pros. Correct. But can he be a top tier big man? Yeah. Right. Um, but I'll tell you the two guys who really impressed me just from raw athleticism and how they moved was Anderson and, and, and Visar.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, Dylan Anderson, again, I've been uh, our, our buddy, Jason Shear, and I've had a long, stand, long running debate about this. I'm a big Dylan Anderson guy. I don't really care about. Everybody would say, well, he was he was roaming around the perimeter in high school. That, to me, never really mattered because once he got to Tommy Lloyd, he's not going to be roaming around the perimeter. And Tommy Lloyd, the one thing that he's shown that he can do is develop big man o- over the years. Doesn't Dylan Anderson look like the kind of guy that Gonzaga gets, and then by the time he's a junior, he's 13-6, and 13-7?
0: Yeah, if he was uh, Dylan Anderson from Vancouver, everyone would yeah. be drooling over him.
1: For sure. Uh, well if put.
0: he was uh Anders Sanovic from from Croatia, <laughs> right? He, we, yeah, no, he, he, he's more athletic than I thought. Than I, than mm-hmm. he appeared on again. I, I, I don't get out to the events like I used to. You right. know, I, um But Brad, was, you've
1: got a real Brad, you've got a real job. You've got a family. You've, got, to, you've got your hockey athlete. career. There's a lot that you've. Uh, there's a he's lot. Far you got more going.
0: athletic than I gave than I. I, saw. And I knew he was fairly athletic. I mean, why yeah. But he he he's very fluid, and that sounds you know it's funny, but. And so is Visar. Vsar just kind of glides down the court. So now it's a matter of taking that athleticism, taking that size, and putting it together with basketball ability. Because you know who else fit that mold? Chance Comanche. Right. Um, Grant Jarrett, for that matter, had great footwork and just decided he wanted to play on the perimeter. Um, so we'll see what these guys. But there's a lot of teams that would be plugging Dylan Anderson into their starting lineup. Um, you know, you tell me he's not the first guy off the bench for Oregon State tell me exactly he tell me he's on he 20 a game at naU so
1: he's um, playing he's, major minutes at ASU
0: yeah so he and he's gonna be probably playing uh, you know he was on that second 10 mm-hmm. um so yeah. so we'll see yeah again but I I feel pretty good about the future too with those guys and you know yep. uh Philly B looked solid uh, mm-hmm. wasn't looks,
1: I think it's going to take him a year or so, but Philly B looks much more physically robust than I was expecting. I was expecting him to come in looking, you know,
0: he, he looked, but right I thought but he also looked a little less fluid than I had hoped.
1: I would agree with that because on some of those
0: videos, he and again, it, it's it's just the sample size, and you I know, totally agree you go with up that. against Henderson and uh, so yeah, so I think though, when you, you know. Again, I'm worried that they don't have the guy who can create his own shot. I'm worried that they don't have elite guard play. Um, But there's also going to be nights where this front line is just going to overwhelm teams.
1: All right. Here's Um, the deal. So
0: they'll be interesting.
1: All right. Before we sign off here, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Here's the deal. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why go anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down stepped-up same-game parlays uh, once per game all season long. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, code word PHNX. uh, Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Brad, what is, your, what is your expectation for this U of A team? And granted, things can change. We'd love to be wrong. What do they feel like to you?
0: Uh, you know, they feel like a top 20, but not a top 15 type team. Probably right. third in the Pac-12. Probably because of the strength of the Pac-12, they get the five seed. Right. And uh, they're going to get some horrifically talented four seed. And the winner, of that's going to give that one seed a fit.
1: Correct. I would agree with that entirely. Brad, I know you're up against the clock. As always, I appreciate you. Uh, post-game this week?
0: Uh, it'll be the same as last week. If I get on it, I won't have watched much of the game, but at least I think I can record it this week. Uh, right. I can't record. Patrick so you're Gordon a game-time decision. Yes. Uh, it, a lot of it depends also on uh, Wells Little League Baseball.
1: You got it, my man. As always, he's Brad Alice. I'm Mike Luke. As always, everybody out there really appreciates you. We'll be back tomorrow. We got Dave Hickey coming on. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. <music>